Welcome to the Dumb Idea Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share this video or podcast on any platform that you're listening on. Please visit us at www.dumbideapodcast.com. All right, welcome back to another episode. Thank you for coming back. Uh, we're going to do our our call to action again on this one. Please share this this episode, last episode, the web page, anything you want. Facebook page, please share this, uh, any of those with a friend, uh, uh, helps us, uh, generate an audience, which is great. Uh, sponsor the episode, private internet access, make sure you grab a VPN these days. And I know we tout private internet access mostly because one, they sponsor the show, but two, it's actually what I use. Um, it's just nice to be able to shop online and not worry about my credit card information getting out there. Um, cause when you're, when you're shopping online, not only do you put the credit card number out there, you're putting the security code on the back out there, your expiration date, uh, and even your zip code, which is what these credit card companies use to verify who you are. And if anyone gets any combination of those numbers, then someone else can use your credit card as well. So do yourself, uh, a much needed uh, security favor and grab private internet access. And you can get that uh, for as little as $2 and 50 cents a month. And you can get it on dumbideapodcast.com uh, and just click on the link on the right hand side where it says uh, the private internet access graphic there. All right. So we wanted to talk a little bit about the NFL and I'm sure we're going to stray away from the NFL. Um, a lot of people, a lot of transactions have kind of happened in a very short period of time. There was the, the quarterback carousel, but the biggest f- name, uh, and I don't mean the best quarterback, but the biggest name that kind of went, uh, got traded was Deshaun Watson from Houston to Cleveland, and there were a few reasons why this made news, um, mostly because. So Deshaun Watson sat out last year. He had, I believe, 22 uh, allegations of sexual misconduct. And I'm going to stress that we are saying they're allegations because nothing has been proven in a court of law. He's not been found guilty of anything. But there were 22 allegations of sexual misconduct uh, toward Deshaun Watson uh, in the variety of he would go online to certain... (coughs) certain websites and look for masseuses that specialized in a certain type of ending to the massage. He's going to rub and tug. Very much like Robert, Robert Kraft down in, this, down in Florida. This dude could, yeah. could get land whatever he wanted. He's going to, Oh, these guys. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm sure there are ladies of the night. You can pay for discretion. Now I'm not saying that's, right or wrong. It's definitely illegal in most states, but I'm sure those services are available. There's a market for it. Yes. And when you pay, there's the the uh the unwritten contract of secrecy. Like you're paying X amount of dollars and oh by the way, she's not gonna say anything. <laughs> right? Um but he no, no, no. He decided to go on like I, I, I forgot what I forgot what website he said he went on. What it was like 
it wasn't Craigslist because there's no way someone that young was using Craigslist. But I'm sure you could probably get that on Craigslist. Um, <laughs> I don't think he was using Facebook Marketplace, but maybe what well, I think I, I honestly like the 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 one that's sticking out to me is like I think he went like Facebook. Oh wow! And, and like his back page got shut down. That used to be the one they all used, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's almost like he went on like like uh, the the county yard sale site. It was like, hey, anyone know any masseuses around town? <laughs> And people were like, yeah, go to Amy. Angie's and, list. Right, right, right. <laughs> imagine, like, imagine if he was like leaving reviews. <laughs> I give this one a four-star review. Her handy wasn't great. Like, what? <laughs> I don't think that's what she does. But anyway, uh, so not so he gets traded. Um, it, I'm sure, and from what I understand, pissed a lot of people off in Cleveland. Uh, and. Because they they probably wanted to get rid of Baker Mayfield, because he was I mean, whether he's good or not, whether Baker Mayfield's good or not is up for interpretation. If you talk to football people, and you take out last year's stats when he was hurt, he was apparently a top five to top ten quarterback in the league, mm-hmm. and then last year he just stunk it up. Um, so some people were saying he had to go. Other people were saying, no, no, give him a year when he's healthy, see what he can do, um, away from all the drama, because they were all blaming Odell Beckham Jr. for the for the drama. And it's like, well, maybe Baker's just a, a crappy guy. <laughs> maybe, he's, maybe he's the problem. Anyway, Deshaun Watson signs. Not only does he sign, and he's controversial that they, that they traded for him, they then give him the richest guaranteed contract to any quarterback in the league. In fact, for 2022, only Aaron Rodgers is making more money. Now, the reason why Aaron Rodgers' contract doesn't look like he's making more is because it's a four-year deal for, I think, $150 million, but it's really a three-year deal for $150 million. Mm-hmm. So it's $50 million per, but because they added a fourth year on the contract for salary cap purposes, it doesn't look like that. Okay. It looks like it's less. So an um, accounting trick. Yeah, yeah. And they all, all the teams do it. Yeah. But Deshaun Watson's forty it's, it averages forty six million per <laughs> fully guaranteed for a guy who didn't play a down last year. Right. Now granted, he's hasn't, only twenty seven though. It hasn't won anything. No, but you can't put that all on him. But. No, I mean Bill O'Brien was the head coach in Houston. And I think Bill O'Brien pretty much torched his name on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's he's making more money than Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. And those were the two guys in the AFC Championship last year. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford, who won the Super Bowl last year. Yep. Uh, Dak Prescott, who got a, a boatload from, uh, from Jerry, who was going to pay him regardless because Jerry knows what it was like to not have a quarterback for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, making more than Russell Wilson, who's won two Super Bowls. Yep. Uh, Jared Goff, who, how that guy's still making a lot of money, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. he plays in Detroit, so someone has to do it. True. <laughs> um, Kirk Cousins. Now, with Kirk Cousins, that's an odd situation. Kirk Cousins got this deal because... And he's making about he's making thirty three million a year. The reason why was so I don't know if you remember he was drafted in the same draft class as Robert Griffin the third when Robert Griffin the third was drafted first overall. 
Yeah, and they both were drafted by the Redskins. Yes. Or, well, we could call them the Redskins. That's what they were then. Sure. <laughs> and I still call them the Redskins. but I still want to call them WTF. Yeah. I think <laughs> Washington WT- team football. Yeah. <laughs> Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. <laughs> Which, I mean, we could talk about Dan Snyder later, because that's a whole other topic. I don't know if you followed that at all. No, well, I do know that that apparently Robert Griffin III is coming out with us on tell-all book, and I'm actually I'm going to buy it because I want to read. Yeah. I want to read that. The funny part is, is whatever Robert Griffin III puts in that book is paling in comparison to what he's going through right now. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 commander WTFs. Yeah, like Snyder's going to get forced to sell that team mm-hmm. by the other owners in the NFL. It could because he, he apparently kept two sets of books. Oh wow! And he was shorting the money he had to share with the other owners. Like, <laughs> like, like, wow, man. Like, like you that, can't make this stuff up. No, I mean, in all honesty, that's probably a whole nother 30 minute conversation. We'll, yeah. we'll throw that at the end. So I don't want, let's try to, we'll stay on track with, uh, the Deshaun Watson part. So people in Cleveland are pissed off about Deshaun Watson, the Deshaun Watson signing, not only because the guy had 22 allegations against him and everyone's like, look, it, is it really possible that all 22 aren't real? Which I'm not here to say. But that's the reason why some people are pissed. Right. And then you gave him the richest contract for no reason whatsoever. Other than to get him to go to Cleveland. Yeah. Because apparently he was going to... He was looking at the Falcons because the Falcons moved Matt Ryan mm-hmm. to Indianapolis. And we'll talk about that carousel in a minute. Um, But you gave it to someone who... Yeah, one could question his ethical morality or whatever. <laughs> Me, I look. I think that he was a young kid who, well, and young kids know they 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 meet people online. Yeah, and he he was looking for something. He found it online, and but twenty two times, <laughs> twenty two. <laughs> like I could see if there were three and they and they all ganged up. Like they all found each other. And, oh, we're gonna. We're gonna yeah. get some money out of this guy. That's a lot of twenty-two. That's quite the conspiracy to 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 get that together. I can't get seven guys to go out and get wings. No, on the same night. You think 20, <laughs> 22 young twenty-two young individuals can conspire against one guy? Right. Come on now. I mean, our wives tried to set up a girls' night. They had to schedule it two months out <laughs> because they couldn't find a date. Yeah, they couldn't get on the same page as everybody as the rest of them, but. Um. So yeah, but not so. Not only are the people in Cleveland a little pissed, they still haven't. Cleveland still hasn't traded Baker Mayfield. Now, they signed a backup quarterback already. Jacoby. They 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 signed Jacoby Brissett to be the backup, (laughs) but they didn't get rid of the old starter yet. They still have him there. So, but then the other owners in the NFL. All right, they are pissed off at the Browns right now. And the only reason why I know this is because I, I listened to the local sports radio and 105.7 The Fan, they played a snippet um, from the owners' meetings down in Florida. And you they, they played a clip of Steve Bishotti, who's the owner of the Ravens. And he, he basically said something to the effect of, I have no idea how that contract came about. Mm-hmm. It was like, it certainly set a new precedent. Like, and he said it in that kind of tone. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, because he, he's got, I mean, he, he's, a, he's trying to get a new contract with Lamar Jackson. And Lamar, I mean, 
how are you going to tell Lamar he's not worth that kind of money when the guy who just got it didn't play last year? <laughs> didn't play a single snap. Right. And, and <laughs> Lamar, he won he won a, uh, an NFL MVP award, didn't he? Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, he, like he did. Three years ago? Yeah. Two, and so he's got more accolades than Watson, more electrifying on the field than Watson. Oh, yeah. Is he as polished a passer than Watson? No, probably not. But Pashadi's probably thinking, you know, I was hoping to get this guy for, you know, Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins money at 33 mil. Well, here comes Deshaun Watson, 46 mil. <laughs> I got to pay him 13 more million per year now? Yeah. I mean, because look, I mean, I, I think if you... If you said, okay, here's what Aaron Rodgers makes and Pat Mahomes makes, both of them Super Bowl winners, right? Matthew Stafford, Super Bowl winner. Um, you got Dak's money in there, which is an oddball. You got Josh Allen's money in there. Hasn't won anything yet either. Um, I mean, at least jo- at least Josh Allen took, I mean, the, you know, the Bills, like they were AFC Championship. An, o- an overtime win away from yeah. – from winning, from going to the Super Bowl, so right. and he's a young, you know, what is that? What was that his second year in the league? No, um, I think he's the same draft class as Lamar, isn't he? Aren't okay. they both in their fourth year? I Maybe, think? yeah. Um, but still, like you have these young guys. Like I just, you know, I think that well, Cleveland's a dumpster fire to begin with. They're always going to be Cleveland. Yeah, they're always going to be the Browns. Yeah, and. You know the 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 Bengals were people call them the Bungles, mm-hmm. and the Bengals managed to uh, to turn themselves into a into a winner, and then, but the Browns just never figured out. You know, it's always just one disaster after the next. But the fans are so loyal, and that's that's one of the things with the NFL. Like, people, if if you say Ford, you are a Ford guy, right? But Ford kept making bombs. Like, they just, like, for years, they just stopped making good cars, and it was just garbage. Eventually, you'd stop buying Fords. Right. But these fans still go to these games. They sell out every game. Yep. And I almost want to be like, you know, they sit around complaining. It's like they like the misery. It's like they're, were they masochists or sadists or whatever? They, they, they enjoy it. They enjoy the punishment and the sorrow. Like, stop going. But if that's what you're into, you know, hey. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Cincinnati fans are into mm. that because they were bad for so long. Yeah, I mean, don't remember, I mean, Cincinnati made the playoffs for a few years with Andy Dalton. Yeah, they were, and they, they had the and they had the size in years. Yeah, but they have also had like for every three good years in a row they put together, they've like six bad ones. <laughs> I, I was going to go even further. I was going to say they have <laughs> ten bad ones yeah. until you know. And but the Browns, other than last year, have they made the playoffs? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And they um, and they've been back in the league for almost twenty yeah. years. And the thing is, I, I I thought Baker Mayfield was decent when I first saw that they were get, looking to shop him, and um, I kind of thought it was well, you're not going to really give the guy a chance. Like, you know, you just he was supposed to be your franchise. He was in all the stupid commercials where he they, he lived at the stadium. Yeah, you know, and that's. But if you get back to like, that's all the endorsement stuff coming in. Robert Griffin the third did the same thing. Um, signed with Subway. He was selling sandwiches. He, I think he was, Adidas was his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, he hadn't played a snap in the NFL yet. Right. So I look at that kind of side eye because like this guy hasn't won it. And here we are 
watching this dude sell, you know, uh, and not local stuff like big. He was doing national stuff, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he was he was he was doing commercials like those. What was State Farm mm-hmm. or or Progressive? I forgot which one he was doing. Yeah, uh, no, it was Progressive because Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes did the State Farms. Mm-hmm. So Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes, they got the national State Farm one, and here you got Baker Mayfield who doesn't want Jack, and he's got a national commercial. Yeah, like come on. Yeah, it's like they're so desperate to find some football player to put their their face on, but the the teams also they see. I've always been a type like people hate them or don't like them because they're not exciting. But I am absolutely fine with a game manager. Right, you can win championships with game managers. The the Buccaneers did it with um, with Trent Dilfer, was it? Um, no, 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 no. Trent Dilfer won it with the Ravens. With the Ravens, who was the guy that? Uh, it wasn't Rich Gannon, was it? Because he did it. No. In, no, he did it in Oakland. Was it? Um, was it Johnson? Brad Johnson? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I'm fine with it. You can if you have a sol- good defense and a solid offensive, like you can win a game with a game manager. But everyone wants to have this superstar, elite quarterback. Right. Um, the Ravens did it with with uh, now. Joe Flacco would pull games out of his butt, like that that pass in 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 uh, the immaculate reception, one of them <laughs> in Denver, right when he like managed to pull that game off. But then he wasn't worth the money that they he, they came back and paid him for. No, but you're right. I mean, they had to pay him the money. Yeah, because it was. Now he in. If we when we get into the the Lamar contract conversation, Joe went into his the last year of his rookie contract, and basically said, "I'm going to bet on myself." Won the Super Bowl that year. Mm-hmm. And granted, one could argue he only had three good games, and they were the three games in the playoffs. Yeah. Like it was the three right games. Yeah. Um. And he cashed in, and I, I, you know, you can't blame the guy for that. No, I don't blame him. It's, it's, you know, the um, don't hate the player, hate the game type of deal with with that. I, yeah. I don't blame him for it, but it's like, you're. I mean, Kirk Kirk Cousins is another one. Yeah. He's. They pay and Albert Hainsworth said it many years ago. The best way to make money in the NFL is to be a mediocre quarterback, because the teams just want to get their guy, and just throw all kinds of money at him. How many quarterbacks did Cleveland draft in the first round, and they were just busts? There were a lot. I mean, they drafted that idiot. Uh, uh, what's his name? Johnny Football. Man, Manziel, yeah. Tim Couch. I mean, yeah. I'm sure there were others. I can't remember all of them. And, and you see them, these ba- these first-round draft picks that are going to save the team, and they go nowhere. Right. You know? Uh, and you can't guess where they're going, but they give them no time to develop. Um, and then next thing you know, they're – but then everyone's ready to just uh, hang them out to dry to get rid of them when they don't produce immediately. And that's just not how this game works. Yeah. The, the, the Johnny Manziel thing was hysterical. Why, why they took him so high? I'll I'll never understand that. Yeah. I get I get it. He won the Heisman, but he like he was literally trying to get all the coke up his nose <laughs> at one time. <laughs> at one time, all of it. Yes, all of it. <laughs> I didn't misspeak. He was trying to like just put a huge pancake, just a big old p- pillow full of cocaine right up his snout, <laughs> and <laughs> like every day. And the Browns like yeah. We're gonna go with that guy, yeah. <laughs> and of course, uh, he he apparently is gonna be in the USFL, throwing 
bombs to Ter- uh, Terrell Owens. <laughs> so that that'll be must see TV. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, you want to know something? I'm probably going to watch. I, I will. But <laughs> there, how long is this spring football league going to last? So the weird part, the the other one, the AA, AAFL, whatever it was, mm-hmm. it was doing well. People attended games. Yeah. And then, for whatever reason, the guy who guaranteed the money, and I don't remember who it was, it was some huge billionaire guaranteed the money to f- to get the the seat the the league through the first year mm-hmm. he like backed out oh wow and so that's why it fell folded because they couldn't pay anybody yeah and then of course the the coronavirus and all that stuff happened um yeah i read an article in the i think it was the athletic about that about how their teams and like they came into into work one day and it was just like nope we don't exist anymore yeah. <laughs> like, what <laughs> what <laughs> it was so weird man it, it, and and for whatever reason, I don't think the reporting was really good on it. Mm-hmm. They basically said, "Oh, league's over." It was almost it was almost like the NFL wanted everyone to just not know why. They just wanted you to think that it was another football league that just did that didn't make it. Nothing's ever going to be like the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's just like squashing the bug and hoping that no one ever tries again. Yeah, right. And then, of course, you get the XFL that comes back, and now Dwayne the Rock Johnson's part of it. And then uh, he bought the name, and then I think they merged with this new USFL or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was some kind of thing going on. I wish I knew more of the details of it. Um, but I, I'm really hoping this football thing, this new football league, makes it. The, the One of the biggest problems in the MLS is probably the best example of a new league that made it. Mm-hmm. But they've been around for 25 years. Yeah. I I think the if I remember right, the first 15 years of the MLS, it was all red numbers. Yeah. and But they had to go and stay in these cities and build fan bases. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, like, and like D.C. United came out and did well, but D.C. United, it's a, because there's such a, there's so many transients in the DC area, like the people who are from the international community that are in for two years and out. And then there's a very large immigrant population in DC uh, from Latin America, from India, from the middle East that all love soccer. Yeah. And you, and you had a lot of, you know, a lot of the rich suburban people who like soccer as well. Yeah. And, um, the, and that stadium, they just built a new that Audi field, which is really nice, and it yeah. costs an arm and a leg to go to a game. Yeah, I was going to bring the kids, and I, I looked at the tickets, like, nope, we'll go see the Orioles. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, one thing that I was surprised about was not only did they build up the MLS roster of teams, they also built up a second tier, mm-hmm. and they have promotion and relegation. Okay, like like uh, the uh, Premier Football, yeah, over in England. Where they, so a lot of people don't understand. It's not just the Premier League. The Premier League is the top division. Yeah. But then they have League One, League. Wait, is it Champions? No, no. It's League One, then League Two. But there are nine total divisions, and there is relegation, and promotion, all throughout. Maybe they should do that in the NFL and relegate the Browns to the uh, <laughs> to the NCAA because that's what. <laughs> Because that's what that is. Alabama gets promoted. <laughs> Cleveland goes down. It's the NCAA. Um, it's a good thing yeah. to do with baseball because the Orioles would be like single A. They'd be rookie ball. <laughs> someone, someone told me what the – I think the Orioles are spending $32 million on payroll this year. Mm-hmm. The Yankees 
or the Dodgers are over two hundred million. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, I, I I get it. You you got the best farm system in baseball. You're trying to build because you know you can't buy. Yeah. But geez, that's a huge gap. <laughs> Right. Like, can you? Like, this is supposed can to be you at pro least ball. Go, can you at least go like to a hundred million? Well, it's it's supposed to be pro ball. Yeah, you you want me to pay MLB prices for double A for a double A team? Right. I'll just go to Bowie and watch the actual double A team. That's good. <laughs> it's funny. You remember the movie Major League, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. In the beginning of the movie, they they have like they show the two construction workers, and they're looking at the roster. And go. I ain't never heard of these guys. And they should in the next couple of weeks. Who are these fucking guys? <laughs> the last three years have been like that for us. Yeah. You couldn't, other than like one or two dudes, like Trey Mancini, mm-hmm. you couldn't name one other dude on that team. Yeah, no. And I'm sure Trey Mancini will be wearing pinstripes here in the next couple of years. I th- they just, they signed Seems him for one be, year. Yeah. Well, and, and talking about the money with the Orioles, which drives me up a wall. He was arbitration eligible. They were a million dollars away from a deal. Mm-hmm. I think it was less than that. I think it was actually $700,000 from what he offered and what they offered. Mm-hmm. They were going to let the arbiter decide. <laughs> like, this dude just survived cancer. Yeah. He's a fan favorite. Yep. You're only, you only got a payroll 32 mil. You're telling me the extra 700 grand he's asking for was going to be that much that, of a load? break the bank. It never. It was one year money. Yeah. It wasn't like he, he. It wasn't like he was asking for that over six more years for. Yeah. Like, just pay him. Mm-hmm. You're not paying anyone else. Like, but that's the stuff that like makes people really, really dislike the Angelos family. Oh yeah, because they're pulling crap like that. It's like that guy is in the community. Trey, I'm talking about Trey Mancini. Yeah. Has done a lot of good for the Baltimore communities. Mm-hmm. Super nice guy. Never wanted out when the team sucked. Yeah. Wanted to help build the team. And you're going to quibble with this dude over $700,000. Now, I know to everyone else that sounds like a lot of money, but in baseball terms, it's, oh. it's nothing. No. Especially when you when you got a payroll of 32 mil and there are probably 10 teams over the $180 million mark. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're probably going to get that money from your from your TV contract anyway. Mm-hmm. Just pay the dude. It makes you look like cheap jerks. Yeah. When you already look like a cheap jerk. Right. You know. But so if we go, we were talking about Joe Flacco betting on himself and tr- trying to stay on the the NFL quarterback carousel. Just just kind of stay on. We'll go uh, with Lamar situation. So every. He's getting crushed in the local media because essentially I, I don't it sounds like he and Eric DaCosta really aren't talking about a contract extension mm-hmm. where and Eric kind of I felt bad Eric kind of threw him under the bus and said, "Hey, look, we're we're ready, willing and able to talk and we're just waiting for Lamar to be ready." Basically mm-hmm. saying that Lamar's the one not talking. And it's like, "Dude, you just should have kept quiet." Yeah. You know, just say, "Hey, when we're going to get together, we're probably going to talk." Maybe we'll get a deal done now. Maybe we won't. We want him back. That's all you got to say. Yeah. And he pretty much said, look, I'm concentrating on doing better next year. And everyone knows that means so I can get more money. Yeah. Because 
he's probably he probably just looked at that Deshaun Watson contract and the Aaron Rodgers contract and how much more it was over the contracts that were signed last year. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and he's probably got an insurance policy out on himself, like they do in college. Yeah. If he gets hurt, he's probably got a hundred million dollar con- uh, insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Is that what he would have made during playing football? No, but it's surely enough to make him feel comfortable yeah, for the rest of his life. Yeah, it's enough to take care of him and his kids and his grandkids. And oh yeah, as long as they don't piss it away. And the thing with with uh, with Lamar is that he's he's another one of those fan favorite guys. He, the dude, randomly shows up to high school football games. Yeah, like he'll just go and he'll hear it's a good game and just go show up. And the kids are like, and not with an entourage and just he just, just goes by himself. Yeah, or like with a couple buddies. Yeah, and like goes and watches a game and and the community loves him. Like, you know, and the Ravens have done really well like with that with with you know players being involved in. This and not just, but like the city of Baltimore, like the nitty gritty parts of the city, and they've mm-hmm. they've done a, a good job. And this, everyone loves this kid. He's <laughs> humble, you know. People just, you know, it's not like one of those guys where you think, you know, he's not like the crazy wide receiver, the head case, you know. Um, he's just a good. It seems like a good dude. Like keep him around. He fits with the city. Everyone loves so, him. So it's one of the. He's he's hood enough to get down with the nitty gritty. <laughs> But he's he's so polite, yeah. That the up that the that the the suburbs like him too, yeah. Because he, he's just an incredibly nice young man, yeah. And I mean, like you said, he went to that he went to a high school football game out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and that, I think that was like last year, two years ago, or something like that. And I think like three weeks ago, he showed up somewhere, like on a little electric scooter and a helmet. <laughs> Just going around, I, think, I forgot what it was. It was like some other event, and he's just scootering around. Yeah, the your your face of the franchise franchise NFL quarterback, just randomly scootering around an event, <laughs> and people love that stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like the it's like the, um, when Green Bay Packers do uh, spring training. Um, they they were on Hard Knocks one year, and every NFL player. Like I guess they, they would um, instead of taking cars back and forth to the, um, what is it the the, the practice facility and whatnot, mm-hmm. kids would sit outside with their bikes, uh huh, and the NFL player could go and he would pick out pick out whichever bike he wanted, mm-hmm. and he would ride the bike and the kid would jog next to him, <laughs> and and like but it was something like. They invested in the future relationship of the fans of the future, like the kids. Yeah. And but adults like that crap too. Oh yeah. You know, they well, like seeing that. They like seeing that these are human beings. You, you want to get an A in my book, be nice to my kid. Yeah. If you're if you're nice to my kid, like like we'll go to the the Bay Sox game and you know, um who's that stud that as a DL Hall? Mm-hmm. You know, Logan's there watching him throw and you know Says, hey, you know, Logan, hey, can I have a ball? And tosses him a ball and talks to him. Just says, hey, what's up, dude? You know, that, and made his day. Yep. Make my kid's day. You make my day. You got an A in my book. We're good. You know? And, hey, but you know what that turns into? Ticket sales. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. Because not only are you going to go back to more Bowie Basos games, you're probably going to go want to see that guy who threw, like, your son, who got a baseball thrown to him by that guy, mm-hmm. is going to think it's super cool. To see him at Camden Yards. Oh yeah, 
Like that, a lot of a lot of high business, a lot of people in the sports business don't understand that part. It's like, and for some reason, athletes get it, and I think it's because a lot of these athletes are young. Yeah, right. Well, they, think, they still remember what it's like to be young. Yeah. So the the NHL actually does a really good job with it. So if you follow the NHL um, on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, they're always showing players giving pucks and sticks and playing rock, paper, scissors, and the kids will stand, have a sign like, you know, uh, hey, Sidney Crosby, you know, rock, paper, scissors for a stick. And he comes over and they do rock, paper, scissors, and he gives them a stick or a puck. or And those guys are always – I've always found of all the athletes I've ever interacted with, hockey players are the most super down-to-earth and really good with the fans. But um, look at – they'd always show J.J. Watt playing catch in the stands with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people, oh, look at this guy. Like, J.J. Watt's like, everyone likes J.J. Watt. You know, and I don't know, like, the dude could be a huge dick. I, I have no idea. Um, but he does that, people are like, oh, this guy's awesome. Um, so, but to capitalize on that sort of thing with it, and that's, you can't quantify that in wins or losses or stats, but if you keep that kid who then becomes a fan for life and then brings their kids in, how much money does the team make from that one positive interaction through throughout? And I'm I'm pretty sure that there are a lot of those interactions, mm-hmm. and they don't make it on the TV. Like like that's the one thing I think where the broadcast partners of these sports leagues are failed. They fail the league, but because. It's almost like they're there to they're there to report the final score, some highlights of the game, and they don't they don't highlight the off the field interactions or before game interactions. When like every once in a while, you'll see NFL films put out like a, a little videotape or something like that, and it'll be of those interactions, you know, it, it, and it'll be of like the D lineman, you know. Riding the the littlest bicycle he could find, mm-hmm. it, but that's human. That's awesome. That's a the dude having a good time. Like it yeah. shows him as a human being, yeah. Not as like this movie star that you're never ever going to meet, right? And this then, is a dude you might actually, if you go down there to the field level or whatever, he may say hi to you, yeah. And as a kid, man, I, I remember I went to Yankee Stadium with my dad. All right, and I had a uh, it was a Juan Gonzalez when back when he was he when he what do you have like the two hundred RBI season or something like that. he always hack, was breaking like Hack Wilson's record or something like that. So I took the card with me and it was a reverse negative card. It was a really famous card of him, mm-hmm. and he was just doing some toss long toss out in the outfield. And I asked him, I was like, "Hey, can I get your autograph?" And he signed it. He, he literally signed the card for yeah. me. And like I'm I'm forty two right now. Mm-hmm. I still remember that interaction from when I was a teenager. Yeah. And it's part of the reason why I'm still a baseball fan to this day, mm-hmm. right? And it's why my part. I'm sure in some form or fashion, why my girls play softball. Yep. Right. And they like going to the Bay Sox games. Yeah. It. It. it they cultivate fandom in that kind of way, but I don't. I feel like in this day and age, they stopped doing that. Not not, not that the interactions have stopped. Mm-hmm. They stopped showcasing it. Yeah, unless you're looking for it on online. They'd rather have, like, 
the the gaggle of morons sitting around talking about the game and making dumb jokes and um like Bradshaw on them or I think they're on Fox and then there's yeah. the other group of idiots on all the other different networks and Do you remember um, the show this week in baseball? No. Twib. It was on it was either Saturday or Sunday mornings in between the cartoons or whatever. And the best part of that show they basically it was back before ESPN and all this stuff. Like, but basically, it gave you the rundown of the week in baseball. Mm-hmm. That's what this week in baseball, right? Yeah. But one of the best parts about it was like the blooper reel at the end. Mm-hmm. It was like the top ten bloopers of the week. And so, like, I remember there was one where they there was a rain delay, and they had the tarp out, and I think it was like three Phillies players mm-hmm. went out and used the tarp like a slip and slide. <laughs> like, that was awesome, though. Yeah. Like they got, they don't show any of that stuff, or the players don't do it because there's so much money involved, so they're afraid they're going to get hurt doing well, there it. There were some funny videos of I forget it may have been the Astros bullpen, or it was or maybe, no, it was it was definitely the Cubs bullpen and another team, another the other team's bullpen, and they're having contests to see who do the most ridiculous like, like the the one team got down and they they laid down and had a swimming race across you know from the mound to the plate. But they're just swimming on grass. Right. So pretty much they're just doing the worm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and they would do like a dance competition and they were just going back and forth. It was pretty funny. Um you know, I think sometimes people forget that these these athletes, they're they're in their early twenties. They're yeah. they really are their kids. You know, and if you look at and we expect them to act and behave a certain way and when they screw up, like Deshaun Watson screwed up. 22 times <laughs> but when they screw up they're like oh that's terrible and they should do there but how many 22 year old kids are in jail for all kinds of craziness right. and like i can tell you straight up i was a moron at 22 um and there are plenty of these dudes they're more they just they get to be morons in front of everyone right and when they do their moron thing um they get and sometimes like there's tragic results like Remember several years ago, uh, Danny Heatley played for the um, Atlanta Thrashers, who have since moved to Winnipeg, and was driving a Ferrari and got in a crash, and one of his teammates was killed in the crash. And you're like, oh, but that, as terrible as it is, that happens across that demographic all the time. That's why car insurance is so high for a 22-year-old. I I would hate to see that dude's insurance bill. Right. A 22-year-old kid with a Ferrari. But now you add money and everything that money can do to it and fame. So uh, it kind of magnifies the the mistakes that we've all probably made, the dumb things we've all done. But they're doing it under the spotlight with the money just amplifying it. Like you said, they forget what, they forget what being 22, 23 is like. Yeah. You feel like you're invincible, mm-hmm. which is why you drive 120 miles an hour. Yeah. Well, sometimes when you drive 120 miles an hour, you run into some shit and die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that not to be callous with the words, but sometimes when you're young and dumb, you do young and dumb stuff, and you have young and dumb consequences. Like you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah. But at 22, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't realize. It, I mean, you you might realize it's dumb, but you're in, but you think you're invincible, mm-hmm. and you know, well, this isn't going to happen to me. No, the worst hap- is going to happen to that me. That happens to the other guy, right? And if you talk to anyone that's been in combat, like they don't. They, I'm not getting killed. Right. That, that that's that other guy's getting killed. You know, um, that's yeah. not having any of my buddies. Right. You know, they, we're all too smart for it. Yeah. We're too strong. Yeah. 
I won't let me. I won't. I won't. I just won't close my eyes. I won't die. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, but that's what you think when you're 22. Mm-hmm. You think you're in control. Yeah. But I mean, as far as like as far as like Lamar goes, if not that he's ever going to listen to this, but dude, bet on yourself. Like, if there's ever a time to bet on yourself, it's when you're young. Yeah. That's when you bet on yourself. Because mm-hmm. when you get older, you get more responsibilities, and you can't bet on yourself because you have responsibilities you have to take care of. Yeah. Um. And and his downside for not signing the contract right now, rather than instead waiting until next off season, I don't think the downside is that down, especially if you if you get hurt and there's an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's still generational wealth for your kids, your grandkids, their grandkids. I mean that that oh yeah, you you pass that down for generations. Your your mom's never gonna have a mortgage again, never gonna have a car payment again. People, I don't think people realize how hard it is to spend a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Like once you get like I'm someone who used to manage that kind of money. It it think of it this way. Think of what's the nicest what's the nicest luxury SUV you can think of? Mm. Range Rover? Yeah. It's about $140,000. You'd have to buy like 600 of them. <laughs> and you still wouldn't come close. Yeah. Well, that's and that's the thing. Like, if you just put that money into a savings account, mm-hmm. just to go to go to M and T Bank, and because that's who the Ravens use, I'm sure that's what their checks say. Yep. Um, and put it in a just a savings account. You'll never have to touch the principal. Never on a savings account interest. What's it? What's say point zero five percent? Yeah. Point five percent. Whatever. Yeah. I think I'm getting point six now. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I know I'm moving up. Yeah, but still at point six percent of a million dollars like you're never gonna have to dig into that was that 600 grand a year for no what, hold on uh, what we're talking half a percent yeah let's see let's math see. isn't my thing that, that's that's rough math right there let's see one million times no 100 million oh 100 million yeah oh, hold on let me let me yeah one million that would be 60 percent that's mafia <laughs> interest <laughs> <laughs> if you got a hundred mil times point zero six, that's six mil a year. Okay, so even better. Yeah, <laughs> so I was way off. Your math off was the... you're really low. Yeah, <laughs> but they were, right. So it, it, let's say his insurance policy. Let's say, let's say his insurance policy is for fifty mil, and he's going to live off a of, uh, was five mil a year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You'd be all right, dude. Yeah. Be all right, um, and she. I mean, so for a kid like him, for for someone to be like, "Oh, you should sign right now. You should sign." Well, what if it's the difference between twenty five mil per year? Mm-hmm. So over four years, let's say if he gets hurt, it's a hundred mil, right? Well, over four years, he can make that hundred mil back just yeah. by just by waiting one year to sign a contract. Mm-hmm. He's got much more upside than downside by waiting. At least in my opinion. Now, the other thing we could we were going to talk about was the the NFL quarterback carousel that happened because a lot of big name quarterbacks moved this year more than I can ever remember. Yeah, I don't and, remember anything like this. I mean, it, and it was all within probably like a month that this all happened. So Watson went from Houston to Cleveland. Russell Wilson went from the Seahawks to the Broncos. Mm-hmm. 
Matt Ryan from the Falcons to the Colts. Yep. Carson Wentz from the Colts to the Washington football team. <laughs> to the Commanders, to the no names. To the com- <laughs> I'm going to call them the Commandos from now on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of who else moved. Jimmy G still with San Fran. Oh, Devontae, oh, not quarterback related, but Devontae Adams went from the Packers to the Raiders, mm-hmm. which was enormous. I don't know how many people saw this coming. You want to know why he went to the Raiders? Because he's boys with Derek Carr. Okay. They played at Fresno State together. Yeah. Like, that was the reason. You left Aaron Rodgers, yeah. well, probably one of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL history, to go play with Derek Carr. Yeah. I like Derek Carr. I like him too, but he's not Aaron. He's not Aaron no, Rodgers. No. Like if you, if you, if you, who did you have a better shot of winning a Super Bowl with? Yeah, Aaron, yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. The, you you didn't want to play out one year on the franchise tag until Aaron probably set him out. Yeah, <laughs> and then go to play with you know, Derek Carr. I don't want. But so and oh and, and then the other big signing, Mitchell Trubisky signs as a free agent with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. See, the, the Steelers, though, <laughs> so we're both Ravens fans, so yes. naturally we have to hate the Steelers. Yes. However, I've always had a lot of respect for the Steelers because they always find a way to win. Yep. Like, they had Ben Roethlisberger, like, every year. It was kind of like Tom Brady. This is his last year. He's done. And Ben Roethlisberger looked like a tackle, like an old tackle. Right. There's that dude that played for the uh, for the Rams. That tackle who was that left tackle who was like 50, 45 years old or whatever. Andrew Whitworth. Yeah, yeah, oldest player in the league. I think he would look better in the pocket than <laughs> Right. Like, you know, he just he just stood there, you know, but somehow the dude was like Houdini. And then they'd stink for the first couple games of the year, and then they figured out and then beat our Ravens somehow. And then they'd make the playoffs. And it's like this team is just so there's something about the Steelers, I got to give it to Mike Tomlin. He's a, but when you look at the team like that, as opposed to a team like the Washington No Names or the um, Cleveland Browns or some of these other the Jets, these perennial just basement dwelling, you know, dumpster fires of, of organizations. Mike Tomlin, the the Steelers have had. Three coaches, like in the last fifty years. Yep. Um, you know they had Chuck Knoll, and then they had uh, Bill Cowher, and then Mike Tomlin. Yep. And and the only reason why they switched from Cowher to Tomlin is because Cowher retired. Yeah. Cowher left. He, like, he didn't fire. No. And actually, I think the transition. Who who was the original? Chuck Knoll. Yeah. Chuck Knoll retired. Mm-hmm. He didn't get fired. Yeah. So they don't fire coaches. No. They they end up retiring and they have to replace them yeah. by force. They, they <laughs> stick with them through ups and downs, thick and thin. And then the quarterbacks, like, they've had Ben Roethlisberger for, what, 20 years almost? About that, yeah. <coughs> so. Tom, Tomlin's the longest tenured head coach, by the way. He's also young. He's not that old. Um, I, I think he looks young. I think he's older than you think. I yeah. wanna, I'm going to guess he's like. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess wrong. Fifty seven. All right, I'm gonna look it up. Which is there's no way he got that job at like thirty five though. Or thirty. Did he get no, that job? No, there was a time. So do you remember Harrison that played for the Steelers, the linebacker? Yeah, yeah. That dude was older than Tomlin. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think he was that young. Yeah. 
Oh my! That means he's never he's not retiring anytime soon either. No, which is bad for us. Yeah. So Mike Tomlin is. Let's see what the interwebs tells me. Um, uh, March fifteenth, nineteen seventy two. He's fifty. God. Yeah. Oh my God! So yeah. he got that job when he was. Yeah. So like he, 30, 33, 34? Yeah. So let's see. College. He was the original baby hire. Yeah. So he got hired in 2006. Um, no, no, that, 2005. Okay, so he interviewed uh, for the, in 05 for the Steelers, and he was hired on um, two th- in 2007. So in 07, he was 30-some years old. So how, many year, how many years has he been? 35 here? years old when he got hired. So he's been at this 15 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and they've so, had. I think they've only had like one losing season in that fifteen years. Yeah, so so the team has been, um, you know, really they hire him young. Yeah. So because you know they they hired uh, Cower at thirty four, Chuck Noll at thirty eight. Oh wow! Yeah. So then they just ride him out until they retire. Yeah. <laughs> now back in the day, you these guys were also player coaches, right? So they weren't going to be that old, but. They they don't have this carousel. Like how many coaches have the have the the Washington Commanders? We'll use their official name, mm. which is sounds like an Arena League team. Um, how many teams have? How many coaches have they had over there? You know, I mean, she going back to the Spurrier days. I mean, geez. yes, old ball coach. Um, who who was the steady coach there? That was there. Joe Gibbs. Yes. Yeah. After Gibbs, it was they didn't have a steady head coach yeah. at all. They they hired Schottenheimer and then they fired him yep. or he left. I mean it was just it's a it's a disaster over there. Yeah. Um, and Mike Shanahan, he was a head coach there too. Yep. Um, Although they should have kept his kid because his kid looks like one heck of a coach right now. Oh yeah, out in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, who was so the? I don't know if it'll recognize Redskins. It still says Redskins. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Who was that guy they just they hired and it was like who the heck is this guy? Well, the he guy there now is Ron Rivera. Yeah, and, I mean he's a Super Bowl winning coach. Yeah, but I'm sure they'll they'll burn him out. If I were him, I'd I'd be looking for the next job out of town. Oh yeah, because he would get hired if he left. He get hired in a second. Yeah, but it, but if you look at the 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 coaches that they've had. Um, yeah, so Joe Gibbs was there from 81 to 92. Richie Pettibone was just there for a year. Norv Turner was there for six years. Um, Terry Rubisky a year. Marty Schottenheimer a year. Steve Spurrier, 02, and so two years. Joe Gibbs came back for three. Jim Zorn is the guy. <laughs> he was there for, he was actually there for two years, maybe a little bit longer, 32 and 12. So, uh, no, never mind. 32 games, 12 and 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two years. Shanahan was uh, was four years. Jay Gruden came after him. Um, Bill Callahan, I don't remember that one. <laughs> they got coaches. Ron Rivera. Remember. But when you look over that same time period, so the same the, time period, the, the Steelers still have one coach. Yeah, and the Redskins have had four. And how many starting quarterbacks? The Steelers. He came in with with Roethlisberger. And that was it. But you look at the teams that do well, the organizations that do well. Stability. 
Yeah. yeah. The Ravens have had the same guys. Yep. The Patriots had the same guys. Yep. Um, but they, they're not the play- Saints. Yeah. They had Sean Payton for so many years. Yep. The Seahawks. Yep. Um, and now Green Bay is recently. They, yeah. They had McCarthy for the longest time. Yeah. But they're sticking with this young kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I mean, they had Holmgren, the McCarthy, and that was a succession. Yeah. Because McCarthy went to the front office mm-hmm. and McCarthy was the hire. Yeah. And then but, but McCarthy was there for, I want to say, close to 14, 15 yeah. years. Um, Andy Reid's been with Kansas he, City for a while. But he was with Philly for a very long for time. For a very long time. And did he leave Philly on his own? Mm, I, I don't th- know whether. I think he le- I think he retired because I think his kid was having issues. Yeah. And then he got back in with Kansas City. Yeah. And, and then, but yeah, when you look at the difference between those teams or, you know, the the Browns or the Jets just chasing the next shiny thing. The Dolphins. Yeah. The, it, you can go through a ton of them, a ton of teams that just don't, they don't value that consistency. And I, it was fun. Bashadi, when he was at the owners meetings, kind of mentioning, he goes, look, I didn't get, I didn't become this successful by just firing people on a whim. Yeah. As you surround yourself with, and it, most successful people, this is their mantra: mm-hmm. surround. I surround myself with good people, and I let them do their job. Yeah, it, it's only if you hire bad people that somehow hoodwink you into getting hired that you have to get rid of them. Yeah, or yeah. you create just. Uh, and I hate using the word because it gets thrown around all the time. But if the culture in your organization is toxic, mm-hmm. and a lot of time that comes from the top, right? That that comes down and it just permeates everything. Um, you know, if you're ha- freaking out, like, you know, so that whole thing, Dan Snyder running the team like a fantasy football team. they like a fan. That guy, I mean, I remember back when he got the team, the Cowboys were the, the, the most valuable NFL franchise in the league. The Redskins were number two. Yeah. Somehow they still are. I don't know why. I can't figure it out. It's not the stadium. No, the like, stadium's a dump. He, like, I mean, it, the, stadium, it was, the stadium was a dump when it. Like, yeah, it's. But even the governor of Maryland was like, "We're not going to get in that game where you play us off Virginia and DC to get you the most money for a new stadium." Mm-hmm. And basically, I mean, he he didn't say it, but he basically said, "Look, the Ravens are Maryland's team. If you got to go to Virginia, go ahead." Yeah. We're not. Pay, you, we're not giving you a stadium. When you go to a game there, on the on the few times I I would actually go to a game at that place, um, it's almost all Virginia tags. Like all the, the everyone's from Virginia. Yeah. So let them go to Virginia. Good riddance. You know, I I don't have. You know, they could leave and <laughs> buy. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Most times I forget they're in Maryland. Hmm. Um. And I was someone who was here when the Washington team was the only team in town. But see, and that but that team had such when they played at RFK and the old school Redskin fans, and that place would just like the building would move, like it would just you know it was great. Yeah, um, had character. Yeah, but then they build that new stadium, and and Jack Kent Cook was with them. You know that was his thing. They moved out there. At the time, it was the biggest stadium in the league. Um, 
but it's kind of you know outlived its time. Like you know, it, the, the the teams are going to more of the smaller. Like look at Seattle's; it's right downtown. Like the buildings are there, and it's just yeah. the fans are right on top of it. M and T Bank Stadium is another like the you know it's just a better feel. Um, but when they sold that team, like how that whole thing went down, you know, and Dan Snyder was able to come up with more money to buy it than uh, well, he owned Six Flags. Yeah, that's how he had. That's how he got cash. Fun trivia fact: What team? Did Jack Kent could own before he owned the Redskins? Ooh, I don't know. The Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, really? Uh, oh, is J- that in that? Uh... Is in that winning? T- yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> a little segue here. Uh, if you want to watch something with a lot of uh, nudity, <laughs> watch that uh, the HBO series called Winning Time. Okay. It chronicles basically when Jerry Buss bought the Lakers and kind of revived them. Mm-hmm. And made them what they are today, or with all the championship pedigree yeah. and Magic Johnson and everything like that. I, I've been watching it. It's there. There's a lot of flesh, but the story of it's crazy. Yeah, it's unbelievable. But I never knew that Jack Ken Cook owned the Lakers until it was until I saw it in, in that in that movie in the series there. Yeah, and I knew he had owned the Redskins. I was like, I wonder. I would love to know, like, did he sell the Lakers, take that money, and go buy the Redskins? Because um, I know Bus paid for the Lakers. Um, he used cash and land. Okay, like that was his way of of paying for it was yeah. the value of the land. Because mm-hmm. at the time, the NBA was barely holding on as a league. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a very popular league back then, right? Because was there a competitive? Com- a, a, another basketball league as well was the ABA or something that was going. It on might, it might have been. I don't. I don't remember exactly. Because that. Because that. It might have been after the merger. Yeah. Because in that time period, like the NHL, there was the NHL and the WHA, mm-hmm. and Wayne Gretzky actually played his first professional team was the um, Indianapolis uh, Racers, mm. and then when the WHA and NHL merged. A bunch of the it was definitely the NHL was coming from the the position of of you know from the position of power in that merger, mm-hmm. so they ended up they kept a bunch of the WHA teams, but they folded a bunch of them. So Indianapolis is one that folded, um, but the Edmonton Oilers were a WHA team. They came in, and it was just uh, you know there's some others that that were were under the other leagues, so, so there were com- competitive leagues. I think you're right. I think it was NBA and the ABA. Mm-hmm. And they and folded it, the ABA. Yeah. But, the, I mean, the NFL and the AFL merged, same yeah. kind of thing. They got rid of some franchises. Well, AL and, and the NL. Yeah. You know. Right. So, back on the, the quarterback moves, which franchise do you think did themselves, uh, did the best job at getting them a quarterback to get them to win next year? Denver. Really? Yeah. See, I'm not a big. I'm not sold on Russell Wilson anymore. I don't think he's got what he used to have. So Russell Wilson reminds me a lot of Donovan McNabb. Mm-hmm. So he used to be that scrambling type quarterback, but as he's gotten older and slowed slowed down, he's had to change his game, and I think he's changed it well. Yeah. Um, I'm not like Matt Ryan is okay, but Matt Matt Ryan always had uh, Julio Jones to throw to. 
Yeah, he was. He always had the four thousand. Like, so I always compared him to Joe Flacco. And when you compared the stats of a Matt Ryan to Joe Flacco, you're always like, "Well, why isn't Joe any better?" Mm-hmm. But Joe won a Super Bowl, and Matt Ryan didn't. Yeah. But Matt Ryan always had the four thousand yard season. 30 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, mm-hmm. roughly in that range. Almost yeah. very consistent. Um, <coughs> see, I, I actually think that the Colts ended up in a better position than the others. The reason why I say that, and this goes back to your game manager mm-hmm. uh, points, Matt Ryan's not going to turn over the football. Mm-hmm. The Colts' defense is legit. Yeah. If you can just get 3,500 yards, 28 touchdowns, 12 interceptions for Matt Ryan, I think the Colts win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Because Carson, with Carson Wentz, the guy, and if if you ever, people listen to the Pat McAfee show, listen to the way the, the way Pat describes Carson Wentz's play. Now, Pat's a huge Colts fan. Mm-hmm. He played for the Colts, still a big fan of the Colts, still lives out in Indianapolis. Basically, it was like watching. Like you, you were watching with your nails, and like you were biting your nails the whole time because you didn't know when he was going to do something stupid. Yeah, because to him, there were no throwaway plays. Like he was literally trying to he's make something happen. It. Yeah, like as he's being tackled, he's throwing the. He's basically doing the Kyler Murray throw from the end zone in the playoffs. Yeah, almost every game. Yeah, there's always one of those gaffes in a game, mm-hmm. right? Um. I think with Matt Ryan there and the defense that they have, and now that Jonathan Taylor is just an absolute train of a human being, I th- I think the Colts, have, and it hurts me to say this because anyone who lives in Baltimore hates saying anything positive about the Colts. Right. But I think the Colts did themselves uh, the the most justice in this whole carousel of quarterbacks. Um. I actually think the Steelers did well to get Mitchell Trubisky. But Mitchell Trubisky is going, he is basically going to answer the question of whether Matt Nagy screwed him up mm-hmm. in Chicago or, or if he's just dead. that bad. <laughs> You're yeah. going to find out real quick. Yeah. Because uh, he was a first, he was a first round pick, wasn't he? Yes. He, I think, yeah. I think he was the first pick. Yeah. Wasn't he? He was, I know he was, I think yeah. he was the one, he was in the top five, I yeah. think. Um, because I think it was him and Daniel Jones with the Giants. I think they were in the same class, but mm-hmm. I'm not positive. But the other thing for the Steelers is, though, I think they got him for like $6 million this year. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If he makes the playoffs, he's going to be the cheapest playoff quarterback in the bunch. Yep. But then he's all, and, he, and he's coming into that to that system, right. that organization. He's got weapons. Yeah. You know, he, he, the Steel, that Steelers offense, it just kind of plugs away. And look. From the Steelers' perspective, you know what Mason Rudolph was going to do. Mm-hmm. And it was not looking great. Right. <laughs> Nothing. And you saw what Duck Hodges had, and it didn't look great. So, and, and you knew that going into this year, the quarterback class in the draft was not very good. Mm-hmm. There were, or there were unknowns. Who knows what they'll end up being, yeah. but there were a lot of unknowns as to whether how they're going to pan out. There's no Joe Burrow in this class. Mm-hmm. So, you take a chance on a former number one who at points had really good stats with the Bears and that crap offense in Nagy's. So maybe he's salvageable. Yeah. Um, and he really did himself, uh, he did himself well with the Bills and basically just being a good teammate. Yeah. 
he got rave reviews from the Bills. They mm-hmm. wanted to keep him, but they knew they weren't going to be able to. Um, so I think Pittsburgh did. The, I think Pittsburgh and the Colts, in my opinion, did themselves the best in, in this quarterback yeah. carousel. Don't get me wrong, though. You could be right. Denver might have struck gold because they've got a lot of weapons. Right, and that's that's kind of what I'm thinking with them. I'm thinking more the overall team. Yeah. Um, the losers would be, of course, uh, Washington. <laughs> so, I, I think Seattle. I, to be honest, yeah. With you. Well, yeah, because they got they, they didn't get they anything. Nobody. We well, needed Atlanta. No, um, but Atlanta. So, in my opinion, Atlanta is a gut job at mm-hmm. this point. So you drop the quarterback. At least you got something back for him. Yeah. But even with Matt Ryan, you weren't going to make the playoffs. Right. Seattle had. I mean, they got DK Metcalf. They got. Uh, I can't think of the other dude's name on the the other wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Like they have a good offense. So they, if Russell Wilson didn't get hurt last year and missed six games, and and they were rolling with Geno Smith, yeah, I think Seattle has a different season. Um, the question now is: Are the Seahawks just gonna clear house? Yeah, trade DK Metcalf, trade the other guy. I wish I could remember that guy's name. I had him in my fantasy league. I think I had him. Lock it. Yes, that guy. Yeah, I had him too. Um, <laughs> but you got two legit wide receivers. I mean, I'd say, in all honesty, I'd trade them both. Get get like either some second round picks. Maybe if you you probably get a first round pick for DK Metcalf. Mm-hmm. That guy's unreal. Yeah. Uh, get a third for Lockett and rebuild. Yeah. Because Drew Lock, the the quarterback you got from Denver, he ain't it. Yeah. Um. I, I think you know you mentioned Geno Smith. He he played for the Jets. Yes, he did. <laughs> um, you know these guys. Like I think Geno Smith was a first round draft pick too. Well, I think you're right. And you think these guys who these first round draft picks who are backups. And then I love the guy, like Russell Wilson. I don't believe he he wasn't a first rounder. He might have been. Yeah, you, you, I think there was some chance he would have. Yeah, we're gonna have to look that one up. Yeah. That he would have ended up with Phil. There was a, a way he would have gone to Philadelphia somehow too. Um, he was also drafted by I think the Texas Rangers. And oh yeah, yeah, they still have his. Uh, they still have his rights. So if he ever wants to play baseball, he has to go play for the. I Rangers. thought the Yankees had his rights. I think oh. Mahomes was a baseball player too. Well, his dad was. Yeah, his dad was a pro, a pro ball player. Um, round three, yeah, pick twelve. Look at that. Yeah, so you have these. I, I like seeing like Tom Brady, the six round draft pick. You know, so some of these guys that that sink and then just end up or get drafted and end up doing super well. So, yeah. Um, but there's a lot more that a lot a lot of the. I haven't done the stats, but if you went through every starting quarterback in the NFL, I think the majority were first round picks. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't. Yeah, Geno Smith, thirty ninth overall. So he was a second round pick. Yeah, he was high second round though. That was the, From the, the, Jets. the end of the Mark Sanchez era. Butt fumble. That guy's that guy's always going to be known for that stupid butt fumble. Oh yeah. Even though he made it to the playoffs with the Jets twice. Right. Or or like uh, Gus Ferrat when he head butted the goalpost and like sprained his neck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Oh my gosh. So there's some uh some some super winners out there, but 
I don't see. I was never a Carson Wentz, big Carson Wentz fan anyway. Um, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, so my family's all from Philadelphia. So, like, I should be uh, Eagles, Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, and I hate the Flyers. Um, I don't hate the Eagles, but so when they went to the Super Bowl, well, they were playing New England, so of course we. <laughs> it was everyone was right. everyone except for everyone was rooting for the Eagles except for DC, Dallas, and New York. <laughs> right, but uh, Giants, Jets fans were rooting for the Eagles, but that was um, Nick Foles' team. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Wentz got hurt early. Fence, uh, Nick Foles took him through one. That was his second stint in Philadelphia. <laughs> and he just kind of gets tra- like he never gets the respect he deserves, you know. And then Wentz comes back, Foles leaves again, and then Wentz stinks up the stinks it up, and they ship him out. Ends up in Indianapolis. Now he's down in Washington, where I'm not really. I don't have very high hopes for him there because that team's just, you know, he's got weapons though. Yeah, that that team's got some offensive weapons. Yeah. But their defense was surprising. Uh, the other thing about the Redskins, though, they so a couple games I watched. So of course, living here, we can we can watch both, right? But uh, obviously, if the Ravens are on the same time, I'm watching the Ravens over the Redskins. But I did watch one game where they had a sustained drive of like, and I forget who they were playing. It was a decent team. Um, they put like an 11 minute drive together. Like that's crazy. That it was old school smash mouth run the football, and they it was cool to watch because a lot of teams are doing all this craziness and you know this option and that read and this like nope they were just running the ball up the gut. Well, think they I mean they had that Tyler Heine- Taylor Heineke mm-hmm. who's never probably going to get another snap in the NFL. Yeah, I, that's why I, th- I think they'll be all right. But I also think Carson once is going to get hurt in week six. And then and then they're going to be in the same boat they were in this He's year. Throw a bunch of picks and then get hurt. Right. <laughs> I mean, they're going to be like they put all their eggs in the Ryan Fitzpatrick basket last year. He got hurt. Yeah. They end up with Taylor Heineke. Well, this year they're putting all their eggs in the Carson Wentz basket. Who's probably going to get hurt? Mm-hmm. And you're probably going to still end up with Taylor Heineke. And nothing against the dude, right? But you're probably a career backup. Yeah. And you're not going to win any games, right? I mean. It, it is what it is at that point. I mean, Where's uh, where did Fitzpatrick end up? Did he retire? I don't think so. He sighs somewhere, and wherever he is, I'm going to root for him. Always, I'm going to root for him, his beard. I'm going to root for all of it. <laughs> One of the funniest things ever was when him and Deshaun Jackson, <laughs> when he came out to the press conference wearing Deshaun Jackson's three, three buttons undone, <laughs> the big gold chain, it's <laughs> great sunglasses. <laughs> you can't help but root for people like that. Yeah, he went to Harvard. Yes, he did. So smart. Yeah. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Got it all, don't you, buddy? <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Please uh, like, subscribe, share, comment. Please definitely share this with a friend. Uh, you can share it on Facebook. You can even listen on Facebook. We figured out how to put the podcast uh, audio on Facebook. Uh, it's on Facebook, uh, Apple, Google, YouTube, Spotify. Anywhere you want to listen, you can listen so share it with a friend, click that share button, and forward it to three people for us. And we will see you next time.